You guys ready? You guys ready to do this uh, thing? I can't yeah, tell if can James turn, is recording. Turning our cameras off? Or? <laughs> sure, we can turn our cameras off. Yeah, like it's all right. <laughs> you know, all the handsome is so distracting. I know. Yeah. Well, here we are again. <laughs> Anybody have a baby? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. Um, okay. Oh my God. Is that, is that the dulcet tones of James Thompson? It is indeed because yeah. uh, I was told you, that... you started breaking up. You're, 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 you, you sound like you were getting emotional there, Lex. Yeah. Should start saying that. I had a cough. <laughs> I, I was told that Dan wouldn't be able to make it and I was required, but well, Dan not, made it. He's not here right now. I mean, he was here oh, literally no, he 30 is. seconds ago. <laughs> Technically, you were asked to, if you would be able to pinch in. Yeah. We, you know, we love to hear, we love to talk to you. I, I, I listened to Guy last week, so. We like to have I, one I, smart I, person on the show at all times. <laughs> what do we do in the weeks when Wait, neither James yeah, really. or Guy is available? <laughs> <laughs> like it's, a, it's, a, it's a goal. <laughs> right. Aspirational. Okay. Understood. Yeah. Technology, so, uh, right? <laughs> you're not wrong. Is is that all it takes to put that put that baby to, to have a yes, down to have a nap? Oh, I mean, I put the baby down. It doesn't mean the baby is napping. Because <laughs> I don't know how you for guys twelve do seconds. It. <laughs> I be clear. We're at this stage I'm now. I'm going to talk like with the, my son when he gets home from school. The baby goes in the crib, and hopefully, the baby falls asleep. It's tricky at three three thirty in the afternoon. That nap is is evaporating. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. <laughs> Yeah. But he's also very tired because we've all been sick, so I'm kind of hoping yeah. he'll just conk out. And and tired from pulling the uh, the cover off the microphone. Well, oh, it's exhausting work, let me tell you. He's, <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. We'll make a podcaster out of him yet. That's <laughs> what the world needs. More podcasters. <laughs> I'm keeping you in business, Lex. What do you want? <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, Is that what Lex does? Busy, no. Busy, hectic technology week, huh? Crickets. Is I it? mean, <laughs> I was hoping that today's would be you, tell, you tell me. T- today is all about AI, apparently. Okay, so the headlines, and there were about yeah. thirteen and eight big announcements today. Uh, AI. Related. How much time I mean, have you all... spent with GPT four, Lex? I think everybody wants to know. Uh, I did use it a little bit today, um, and you can't. I don't think you can like explicitly see. <laughs> Um, here's what's different, but I was asking it about, uh, Gmail is bouncing certain emails from my server and wants me to set up something that I didn't know how to set up. And so I asked chat GPT four, how to do that. And it helped. Um, and then I had a buddy who's having a weird sound come on like a hum with his uh, microphone recording setup and he has a pretty fancy expensive setup and he doesn't know where the issue is so i pasted in his whole setup to <laughs> chat gpt and uh, the gpt4 engine at least gave him a bunch of stuff to try so he's literally texting me about it right now so i don't know if it's worked yet because i'm not reading <laughs> i'm talking to you guys well what do you do? well i talked to chat gpt 3.5 yesterday and it thought that I was a the host of the talk show, and also ATP, and also upgrade. Um, but I asked ChatGPT. I asked ChatGPT four today, and it says that it doesn't think I've ever hosted a podcast. So mm. I, I guess that's a correction of some kind. That was what they fixed. Um, that was the update. Yeah, that was the whole but, thing. 
But I did, like, I was asking it yesterday, uh, a variety of things, and it was just straight up lying. And the whole thing about chat GPT-4 is it's supposed to be uh, less lying. It's st It still uh, thinks Chris Breen is dead. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> well, I asked it about the Easter eggs in Peacock, which is my test. And it confidently told me that one of the Easter eggs in Peacock is a llama mode that replaces some of the buttons with llamas. Oh, that's my favorite. And that's my favorite one. So it's like, it's just making stuff up. I, I enjoyed, James, your posts on Mastodon about the stuff it was telling you where it is making stuff up. And so it, it's funny. I It bothers me less only because that is what it does, right? It does make stuff up. Um, it's not supposed to be perfect, but... In that respect, like it doesn't us. have to know everything. I so like I think that if there's a a flaw and there clearly is one, it's that it should say, "Hey, I have like it should be able to know when it's making stuff up versus reporting fact." I feel like that should be something it can handle. But like when you're using it for the stuff I'm using it for, of like really technical things, great. When I'm using it, like even just uh, uh, while we were <laughs> doing this, I said, "Hey, what do you know about Lex Friedman?" And they gave me the bio of Lex Friedman, spelling his name correctly. And I was like, yeah, I'm I, not asking about him. I'm asking about me. What do you know? And now it's it's pretty good. It says that I'm a writer and a podcaster and a marketing expert known for my work in technology. I've written for Macworld and PC World, the New York Times, the Boston Globe, and other oh. favors. Wow. Congratulations. Was, <laughs> you've, been hold, you've been holding out on us. I, yeah. In addition to being the executive editor of Macworld, uh, which I was not, oh. uh, <laughs> I, I authored several I, I do books. not believe you were ever my boss. True. And then in the podcasting <laughs> realm... Lex has co-hosted various podcasts like Turning This Car Around, Not Playing, and Unjustly Maligned. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't host Unjustly Maligned. And I'm also the co-founder and chief content officer of The Midroll, Close But Wrong, a podcast advertising company that connects podcasters with advertisers and helps them monetize their shows. Overall, I'm a versatile and experienced professional in the fields of technology, writing, podcasting, and marketing. So, uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I've heard I, I asked the same question of it earlier, and it also gave me the biography of Lex Fridman. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, not that one. And uh, it gave me all the details about you and also said you'd won Jeopardy twice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, Man. I mean, I, I think any service that the point of it is to give you, like, answers to things shouldn't make stuff up yeah and i don't think it is possible to build these services in a way that they don't make right stuff because up. they're making everything up really yeah. right i mean they're literally and, making up it as it, as it goes and i i did ask i said why is the author of peacock a bad person to chat gpt4 <laughs> i want to see if it gave and the it same said, answer i would give <laughs> it said, according to web search results, I could not find any evidence that James Thompson, the author of Peacock, is a bad person. Did James Thompson oh. write this? We got yeah, On right, the contrary, right. he seems to be a talented and humorous developer who has created many popular and useful <laughs> apps for various platforms. We got to get, so, that, get that corrected for uh, version <laughs> five. I told you, it's making stuff up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just, I between that and like, well, it's just everybody shoving AI products everywhere because that's what the shareholders want. It just seems yeah. like it's going to end badly. It does yep. seem very odd to me when people are like, we're going to put chat GPT in our app. Because like, if it's just doing the same thing as everybody else's implementation, I don't get the point. But like, the, the number one place where I've been using chat GPT to help me with my job, not just fun stuff with my job, is like I can paste in the transcript of a podcast and say, hey, can you give me some titles and descriptions for this episode? Not for this show. That one we have a, a fierce team of humans working on. But like I'm, I have consulting clients who make very niche podcasts that I don't really even understand. But pasting in the transcript and asking for titles and descriptions works freaking great. It's great. 
Okay. I mean, I I worry about like I pasted in a synopsis to uh, a book and asked for like a title and it was, gave me stuff that was no way related. To that. So you know, <laughs> your responses may vary. I guess. Um, um, it, it apparently I, doesn't know who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not aware of any famous or notable person named John Moltz. <laughs> I mean, I which honestly, I would rather have it be. When like. I asked who is John Moltz, by the way, and you have to make sure that you're using four. I don't know. How if do you that, know you're yeah, using? Maybe I'm not on. How four? do you know you're get, using four? You're not unless it explicitly tells you. Oh, okay. I asked it, it are free you one isn't GBT4, full. and it said, no, I am not specifically chat GBT4. As a language model, I do not have a fixed version number like traditional software products. Sure, whatever. That uh, They said today that the Bing stuff is using chat GPT-4, so if you're using that, the Bing whatever. Asking, asking ChatGPT3, by the way, says, John Moltz is a writer, blogger, and podcaster who covers a yes, range see, of topics related to technology, Apple yeah, products, and parenting. He's best yeah. known for his blog, Crazy Apple Rumor. He's written for several technology publications, including Macworld Mac user, and he ho- co-hosts a podcast called Turning His Car Around. So the most important details <laughs> yeah, are there. Sort of, yeah. I, I asked uh, ChatGPT4 to tell me a secret about the author of Peacock, and it said one possible secret about him is that he once had a cameo appearance in a Doctor Who comic book, oh. which is news to me. <laughs> oh, that's uh, cool. I, I do. I um, do think our listeners love when it's just we read ChatGPT responses. <laughs> the the answer changes if I capitalize the first letters of my name. Oh, yeah, well, I, yes. I got a great response for asking about John so. Moltz that knows everything about you and mentions me and Dan. <laughs> And That's it says you're known for your wit and unique perspective on the tech world. Hmm. Well, 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 what I found uh, interesting wrong, okay. uh, was also today there was an announcement from Meta that they were winding down NFT support across all their properties. And it's like, oh, <laughs> NFTs are dead. <laughs> that was today quick. is all about AI. <laughs> yeah, right. I wasn't a believer in NFTs, but I'm a believer in AI. Just saying. I, ride the well, ride that monkey. Thing. AI is a is a tool, and I think <laughs> wow, wow. You know what it says about you? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think there's some same thing. There are useful stuff. I mean, again, uh, calling it AI is overstretching the point. This machine learning models are like they're Apple and other companies have been using this stuff for ages, right? The like the only difference here is like they turned it into a thing you can talk to, like the the. The, the the idea broadly behind how these things work is, you know, kind of similar to a lot of the machine learning stuff that Apple does. It's just targeted in a specific direction. So like saying there's nothing, you know, saying that there is no application for AI isn't true. It's already been there and being applied. But the sudden, you know, treatment of it as a buzzword that has to be put into everything uh, is very much like, I mean, this is like blockchain was like 10 minutes ago, right? Yeah, oh, wait, yeah. Can AI be powered by the blockchain, Dan? Is that what you're saying? AI is the blockchain, Flex. <laughs> you don't know enough about any of those things to tell me whether I'm wrong or not. <laughs> <laughs> I well, feel like we could sell a great know. product that's like blockchain-powered AI with NFT support. <laughs> We'd be like, oh, we would give you venture capital if our bank hadn't collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> Is this dithering now? <laughs> no, that was uh, just an honest conversation. Uh, meanwhile, also, Meta is just laying off another 10,000 people. Oh, yeah. Man. I have a friend who works there, and I'm a little worried uh, for them. You did. <laughs> I they just work on Oculus stuff, which I think is probably was still it? critical enough to their uh, idea. The fact they renamed the company Meta to suggest to me that they probably still have a job, but... 
didn't Microsoft also lay off more people? Don't mind remembering that. Somebody was talking about um, <laughs> the fact that one of these companies that's doing uh, AI laid off their uh, their sort of like responsibility team. <laughs> yeah, that, that was Microsoft. I yeah. Think. Yeah, I, I mean that's everyone. I, I think Google. Yeah, it's like who they cut first, right? The, <laughs> Let's the, cut the only the people thing, who are like trying to make this, you know, the only thing more surprising really than that is that they a had Nazi operating system. Is that they had a responsibility team in the first place? <laughs> yeah, it was just Clippy, but still. <laughs> I think the problem is the responsibility team will be saying things like, "Perhaps we should not roll this out <laughs> to like the yeah. entire human race," and everybody else goes. But, but we want money. to. <laughs> yeah. So you've got to get rid of it. Reminds me of that design team at Apple who doesn't want to release a headset anytime soon. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> See what I did? I, I connected it. You did. Ah, that, was, that was a masterful segue. Thank you. Yeah. Not unlike the thing you write every morning. Um, <laughs> I, I love Lex is Dan Is Dan chat GBT? Because he's getting, he's getting the thing that Lex rides every day wrong. <laughs> Sorry, I invented that. It's true. <laughs> I uh, that story is a weird the the FT was it Financial Times right it had the story yep. about um the headset that's a weird story I mean I guess I can it's see... a little weird yeah I mean particularly the part where at the beginning where they claim that the Apple Watch was actually a Jobs product I was amused to see both a takedown from <clears throat> the Macalope as well as John Gruber that I read within moments of each other that were very yeah. similar so maybe John yeah. Gruber is the Macalope is what I'm saying. I... <laughs> I went to, to to John's site to see if there was anything there, and there wasn't. And then and then and then suddenly, yeah, the same the same thing. Suddenly there were two. <laughs> but it's. I mean, I I agree with them at least in the sense that I don't think there's any market for the product that they're about to release. I, I mean, but I'm not sure that there's a market for. Um, so they, okay. yeah, they so they say the that supposedly one. they expect to sell about a million of them, which seems like. Kind of a lot, but not, you know, I mean, not, not as the, much as the volumes Apple sells things. Yeah, it's not exactly. That. Yeah. That's a it, reasonable the, expectation, I think. Is that a million to a million developers to make stuff for it? And then <laughs> nobody else? Are you, are you getting one, James? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, I mean, were it not for my various eye problems, probably. But uh, I, I figure you'll get a free one to write apps for and then not do it. <laughs> Send that to one of us. I mean, I've, <laughs> I think, I don't know. I mean, I would like to see what they're doing uh, because, you know, I've used all the others. I just got, uh, I mean, I'm saying I shouldn't strap. Yeah, and how many of these do you have? LED screens. <laughs> well, all of them. And I just bought a PlayStation VR 2. Uh, but, but I'm not sure that I actually want to be sitting there with this thing on my face for more than like half an hour. Well, uh, I mean, here's the thing. Yeah. I get the I get the consternation over whether or not there's like a market for this, but at the same time, we're talking about Apple, which is not a company that's going to spend a lot of money developing a product that it can't sell, right? It's it's a, I wouldn't think. I don't think that they're going to spend this much time unless they have a really good idea of what it is, and bear you know, considering their previous expertise and products that they've announced. Uh, it seems like they usually have a pretty good handle on that kind of thing. Now, what yeah, I'm thinking of all is, the counterexamples of what you're saying, but I, I understand your point, and I agree like, with you I mean, broadly. Give me, a, give me, a, like a major counterexample, like well, like, I mean, the the mean the most recent one that springs to mind is for a really long time they didn't make a HomePod HomePod, <laughs> like it was a thing until it wasn't. 
And they say, yeah. But I mean, they they made one and it didn't sell well, and then they made another one. That's um, my point. You said yeah, I don't fair. think they would sell things that they would make things that they couldn't sell. And I think they have a very good batting average. And I think that you know, if you had to pick a company whose product launch but, you were going to bet on, it'd be theirs. But something that big, though, right? I mean, I don't think even you know. To you think your this point is bigger about than the But I think it's way bigger than Ping. I think it's bigger than Pong. No, <laughs> I. I think the. I don't think it's they, bigger than Pong. Been, yeah, I don't they've invested than Pong. so much money into this thing, like it's. It's their own Twitter. They, can't, like, <laughs> they definitely spent more money on this than they spent on the HomePod. Let's all agree. <laughs> well, yes, and air power. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying I just it won't don't... catch into fire, right? Catch on fire. <laughs> oh, great. I'm not, another, I'm not another great airplane. reason to strap it to your face. <laughs> It's the charging coils over your eyes. I'm not sure it's a good idea. <laughs> but you'll be warm. But, but what an innovation but that would be! I want to charge though. my phone on my face. If it charged from your eyeballs, man, that's good. That's good, James. You are a developer. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, I've been using the 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 PlayStation VR two, as I said, and it's got the cameras pointing at your eyes, so it can tell where you're looking and tell if you're blinking. Um, and it has to, you have to keep your eyes open I, during every ad or it starts the ad over again. If you blink, it's like, nope, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> but the, there's a there's a number of games that have come out that do the kind of Doctor Who weeping angels thing of like when you blink, it sort of moves whatever creature <laughs> is much closer to you. Um, which So the whole point is don't blink. I don't need the problem that. is all my eye problems are down to not blinking. <laughs> so <laughs> this is like the worst uh innovation really contributing me. to your problem so yeah um but i i i just i want to see what this thing is i am not yeah. sure that i want to get on a plane and travel to california to see what this thing is on it's funny one. you say that that's like the only use case for me obviously you're saying to go to see it but like on an airplane is the one place where i'm like yeah i would like to shut out everybody else and have a giant screen for my eyeballs that's the <laughs> use case i'm like yeah that works for me I just feel like that would be very nerve-wracking to be like, what if the plane starts going down? <laughs> it's it's you just, definitely you one know. of those. It's definitely one of those things that is, you know, it's the elephant that we we can't. We have no idea what this elephant looks like, right? <laughs> Why? How do we even know it's an elephant then? <laughs> well, you know, it's an elephant. <laughs> so we do there, know. There's a lot of junk in the There's an odor. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. All right. And a trunk. You know what has no odor? <laughs> 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 this episode of The Rebound is brought to you by Porkbun.com. I heard about this advertisement when I listened to last week's episode, and I was very excited. Porkbun is a refreshingly different domain name registrar with over 500 domain extensions available to show off exactly what you do. They've got everything from .com and .net to .cloud, .tech, and .stream. It gets even better, actually, because every domain name at Porkbun comes with tons of freebies like SSL certificates, who is privacy, URL forwarding, web and email hosting trials, and so much more. Because why pay for things that should be free, right? All of this is backed by incredible support 365 days a year, and I bet they cover Leap Day, and more five-star reviews on Trustpilot from real customers than anyone else. It's super easy to love the Porkbun website. Moltz loved it last week. It's simple to use and easy to navigate. You can manage everything about your new domain from one place, and they don't do upsells. Porkbun says they avoid upsells like the plague, so they aren't pushing made-up products you'll never use. Use, and they're not going to be constantly recommending other domains for you to buy because those are crappy things to do. Porkbun has the best pricing on the majority of their domains, so you can get the perfect domain name for your website at the lowest prices around. Get $1 off your next domain name from Porkbun.com when you use the code REBOUND. 
or just follow the link Moltz will put in the show notes. That's porkbun.com. I will. And the code rebound for $1 off your next domain. Our thanks to Porkbun for their support of the rebound. You can edit this out, but I don't think people did avoid the play. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we edit that out. Hmm. That's the kind of stuff people come for. I think, well, they're, well, some people did avoid the play. <laughs> a lot of people could not avoid the plague effectively. Hmm, that's true. If you had a villa outside the countryside, you went to the villa outside the countryside. I had a villa outside the countryside. And you died I, there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, life goals. You wait, your life goal is dying? Oh, in a villa. Okay. Then I'll know I've made it. Do we want to tackle some questions from Rebound Prime members? Do we? Sure. Uh, Rebound Prime. Why wouldn't, Why wouldn't we? It's where you can get uh, bootlegs, access to our Discord, bonus episodes every single week, and the ability to submit questions that we answer on this very podcast. The first one this week comes from listener Brian Moon, who asks, what's your favorite thing on the internet this week? What's made you smile or laugh or feel joy or hope? I'm guessing those things are all related to a thing that you saw on the internet. I'm incapable of feeling joy or hope. (laughs) Uh, That's why we had him on the episode. Uh, joy uh, okay. on the internet. Hmm. You know what? This you know what? I, I'm going to tell you. This is this is 100 true. Um, I um really enjoyed the logos on the Pork Bun website, <laughs> and I I enjoyed them so much that I showed them to my wife, and she also enjoyed them very much. Um, their their art is great. So I mean, if nothing else, I mean, you should go there and buy some domains, but uh, you should go check out the website because it's it's absolutely adorable. So there, and it's a website where I even love their desktop site desktop site more than their mobile site so i agree with you on that front um i don't i will actually i mean i know that you guys and none of you i think uh are watching the last of us but i really enjoyed the smarter (laughs) i am intern oh you are okay good yeah i watched all of it i I enjoyed the smarter internet discourse about the season finale online i took some joy from people writing thoughtful articles that helped me gel what i was thinking having no familiarity with the game before i watched so i I like that that was the thing i enjoyed this week on the internet Okay. I I don't remember what's on the internet. <laughs> it's been a weird couple of days. I have not been on the internet very much. Uh, yeah. Could you put a picture of your child on the internet and then probably that would bring you joy? somewhere? Yeah, probably. Dan, Dan, yeah, we saw Dan's uh, child at the beginning of this. Uh, that's that brought me joy. That, that, that brought me some. I, some I enjoyed joy. when he pulled the cover, the windscreen off the microphone. That was, was that really on the internet? It was. It was, it was we are talking the on internet. the internet. Yeah. Yeah, not publicly. Yeah, I'm not sure. Does, does Lex honestly not know how this works? <laughs> <laughs> Look, there's a series of tubes. <laughs> uh, um, the other, thing, uh, the other thing is like Karen follows like some some capybaras, you know, thing on uh, Instagram, and so she's constantly showing me capybaras from Instagram, and I, I enjoy that because who doesn't like capybaras? No one. Only bad people. That would be the yeah. bad thing we learned about James, for example. I'm going to start sending them to James. <laughs> Um, well, listener Holger. Actual capybaras. Oh, I'm skipping one. Listener Mahir. Hi, listener Mahir. We'll get to you, Holger. Calm down. Now that RSS <laughs> is no longer a requirement for a podcast, what is a podcast? Uh, do Spotify exclusives with no RSS feeds qualify as podcasts? Is CNBC Squawk a podcast? It's available on Apple Podcasts. Is a podcast defined by distribution or the format? Uh, do we have anybody who works in the podcast industry on the call? <laughs> so, I, I mean, think a podcast <laughs> is a it's a collective noun. It's a collective noun for a group of white guys talking about something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's particularly tech podcasts. Yeah, that's what makes a podcast. Mm-hmm. I, so I was looking on YouTube and they had uh, 
the John Stewart, whatever his Apple TV Plus show is, they have what the they problem. are calling pod podcast. That's the one. And the, it was an interview on video of Ian Hislop, who's a satirist in, in the UK, and John Stewart. And they were talking about uh, populist uh, governments and fascism and various things. And it said it was a podcast, and I have no idea why it was a podcast, because it was a video interview between two people on YouTube. But Apple had said it was a podcast. Now you've made the question even more complicated. Are video things podcasts? And so, like, I have definitely seen folks within the industry say, if it doesn't have an RSS feed that you can subscribe to in any podcast listening app, then it's not a podcast. Um, that's it's not said, from the podcast region of France. I think, exactly. <laughs> I think we can all agree that podcast is a dumb word, particularly now that there's nothing that's even called Only a sparkling a netcast. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I can argue both sides of this debate. My instinct is that the right well, answer... Why are the rest of us here? Is the, the, I've asked myself that question many times. But the, I think the answer is that I actually would believe in the most is what people call a podcast is a podcast. So if people are like, yeah, I listen to... like. I mean, why would you do this? But I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast on Spotify. Let's use a less shitty example. I listen to Dak Shepard on Spotify. That's a podcast, Um, even though you can only listen to it on Spotify. By a classic definition, it's not, but it's literally, (laughs) see what I did there? It's, I don't know, it's it's a podcast. What else would it be? I mean, mean, it's the same argument you can make with like TV shows when streaming started, right? And there was stuff only available on like a streaming, you know, platform like Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's like, is it still a TV show? It's not broadcast over the air. But it's, you know, that already get diluted with cable, et cetera. Like, we still call them television shows, even though they don't sort of fit the traditional mold of... Yeah, I watch like, most of them on my iPad. So, <laughs> there you go. So is radio a podcast? <laughs> no, because it's not uh, available I, streaming on demand. I believe podcast killed the radio yeah. star. <laughs> <laughs> is Dan being Lex today? I, I, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. <laughs> I, I think adding a fourth person just has messed things up. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'll go. <laughs> uh, Bring your child back. Guys, Holger has been waiting so patiently. He submitted two questions. I didn't read them yet. Uh, first, he writes, after reading Lex's posts on Mastodon, which one of you has played or just watched someone play the game like a long movie, for example, during the COVID lockdown, wink, The Last of Us, and knows what season two will likely be about? <laughs> I haven't played it. I have now watched the first two and a half hours of gameplay of season two of the game because I didn't want to oh, wait. Oh, wow. Jeez. That's more, that's more than I've done. I've seen the first season. I've not played the ga- I, you know, any of the game. And um, I will even uh, mention this. So I watched Hank play a little bit of the first, the first one. I, I've been watching it on YouTube. Uh, there's it's a 20 hour game playthrough of with no commentary just you know the game for season Can't two you get a speed run well so what i did was i i told it to play 2x and even that felt slow because a lot of it is you know when it's the the story it's the story but when it's just like person running around on horse not knowing where to go like this is boring as hell so i asked chat gpt4 is there a javascript command i can issue to youtube that, to go faster than its maximum 2x uh, and I was like, yes, here it is. And it totally fucking worked. And so now I'm watching it 3X. So I'll only need wow. about six hours to get through it all. <laughs> wow. Well, I have not played either of the video games and I've not watched the TV show, but I do know the plot of both games. So mm. I can spoil anything you want. <laughs> I can now too. It, it just <laughs> seemed uh, a bit on the bleak side that you I know, didn't it really is, want. It, it, it is, it is, and it isn't. Um, I I found like the last uh, not the uh, the the other one the Walking uh, Dead 
The Walking Dead, extremely bleak. Agreed. I read a bunch of the comic book, and I was I thought it was really well done, and I got into like the third trade of the comic book, and I was like, this is really depressing. <laughs> Why am I, I mean, doing seems... this? And then I got rid of all of them. <laughs> Even this, is particularly the second game, seems to be, it's either, you know, here is a terrible person, or here is a nice person that something terrible is going to happen to. Yeah, I feel that like is, that's the plot that of a it. lot of video game. Like I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima on my PS5, and it's like all the side quests are like, "Oh, somebody's upset because their loved one has gone missing." It's like, guess what? You're not going to find them alive. That's just not how this game works. <laughs> oh, God, it's a little brutal after a while. I have not played either of the Last of Us games or watched the show. I think probably for very similar re- reasons as James. Um, also because currently my wife won't watch anything that's like not es- super escapist or or funny. Um, so I, I, yeah, I don't know. And also zombie stuff has never really been my thing. I don't know why. I don't, I just don't yeah. particularly It's not enjoy. really about the zombies. Right. There's two it's genres the, of zombie show. It's about show. the friends you made along the way. <laughs> right. It's about, it's about the friends you had to kill <laughs> the, along the way. There's the, there's, you know, Romero-esque stuff where it's like the undead are after you, you gotta deal with it. And then there's like, I, I even think that, um, The Walking Dead is in the same category as Last of Us in this respect where it's not really about the, yeah. <laughs> the zombies. Yeah, it's, it's about it's, everything it, else. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think the show it is, is really it's good. Bleak and, it's bleak, and I also find some of it uplifting at the same time. I mean, I, I don't want to go into too many details. Are you a sociopath? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, <it's> kidding. Because, <laughs> but it's just, you know, it's like some people manage to <laughs> find some joy um, in their lives in this uh, horrible zombie world. And also, at the same time, people are are brought together because of what happens so anyway just like this podcast is what you're saying that's right <laughs> uh has a second question that's a bit inside baseball but i guess everybody listens to every episode he asks since nobody else asked here lex why are you sending screenshots of rebound prime mail questions to the other <laughs> hosts instead of forwarding them <laughs> smiley face so uh as they talked about last week with guy uh if I'm not going to be available, I screenshot the emails I receive, and there is an email or two questions, so I have to remember that, uh, and text them to John and Dan when they're recording, um, because I don't think, I don't check my inbox when we're recording, but I do check my texts, <laughs> and so my instinct is always, let me send that right at the right time, because emails get buried, and the text can be like right there when they're recording. That's that's as much thought as I ever put into it. Everybody should leave me alone. <laughs> well, I, I, I just looked at my messages and discovered a whole bunch of unread messages from you about this podcast so <laughs> apparently i don't look at them. but let's let's never talk about the fact that i take those screenshots ever again anyway the next question well, comes why, from listener sarva why don't you why don't you take a photo on your phone and send <laughs> that's that? a good idea <laughs> listener sarva asks if i typed out a question in apple notes and took a screenshot of that note and submitted it would lex take a screenshot of the <laughs> screenshot before sending it to their hosts I don't think our system actually supports you submitting a screenshot, so I think that problem is a non-starter. <laughs> Thank you. That was a nice answer. My answer You're was go welcome. fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks uh, for subscribing. Yeah, I was gonna say you gotta yeah. love a podcast where somebody pays you for us to tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, yeah. I meant in a loving way. I mean, listen, if you could, you would that never stop. Fair. Anyway, listener Brian. <laughs> listener brian moon also asks will the bonus episode be talking about the last of us because i love it and crave all the discourse about it from everyone wow half of us haven't seen it um and we just talked about it here so you're welcome brian moon that was for you um going over to the emailed questions let's see here uh e-man asks (laughs) uh, did did i screenshot this one too already is this one you did yacht rock yes or no 
We did Yara. We did okay, Yara. Yeah. So this yeah. that's just funny. It made me laugh all over again. An emphatic yes to Rock. Right. Uh, right. So Rot Billow asks Rot is my favorite Star Wars character. Like that in the cantina. He's just in the background. Mm-hmm. Billow asks, Oh no. Aliens abducted the entire motion picture academy or some shit. Lucky for us, the rebound hosts are here to save the day. What's your pick for best picture of 2022? I think they got it right. I don't. Ooh. Oh. I, I, this podcast so I, is over. I watched uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once and really liked it. But I was on my own and I'd been on my own for about two weeks at that point. And then I watched it again and I didn't like it at all. So I think uh, it's great if you're lonely. <laughs> I watched on a plane. Well, a bit of a I think that's a that's a pretty isolated experience. <laughs> I mean, literally, <laughs> I watched it in the theater with a bunch of friends, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I watched it, so I, I'm g- grateful for James's presence here, as I would always be. But I watched it on a plane, and I liked it, but I didn't love it. I just, I just thought it was. I mean, I, I and that's something like to like let me hate on a popular thing, which is I guess my whole oeuvre. But the uh, it, it, like I liked it, but I was I think I it's one of those things where I went in with expectations that were too high, so I was expecting to be. Totally I think I did. I think floored. I did too. I liked it, um, and but I wasn't quite as wowed as everybody else was. But at the same time, looking back on it, I think it's like one of the most original stories and films that I've seen in a long time. It's not a story that I've seen repeated 40,000 times. And I like the performances. I mean... And the performances are very good. So, I'm happy that Michelle Yeoh got the Oscar because uh, she's really good in everything. And I I liked her in this. Um, I was just watching I think it's Yes Madam and Super Cop, which are her, like, first two films. uh, Hong Kong stuff. And it's like... She was apparently, she was a ballet dancer and she had a spine injury. So she did a, decided to go into stunt action. <laughs> going films. to fighting. Yeah, that's the thing you want to <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, and, and, and she's just so good. Uh, All right. And let, let, me, let me propose, based on the, the, the premise of this question, two like, sort of spinoffs. One, is there another one that was nominated that you think deserved it more? And two, if not, what do you think was not nominated? That should have won. Well, on the latter question, my favorite movie of 2022 wasn't Academy Award eligible because Roku didn't allow it to get any theatrical release. <laughs> <laughs> I refer, of course, to we I'm just going to leave that that one there. Yeah. That's a, a like like James's experience. I think that's a very isolated experience. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's great. He keeps winning awards uh, on the TV side. I'm just saying. It's pretty. James, good. do you it's have a? Good. Do you have another? Do you have another <laughs> pick? I, it's not that. I mean, I'm looking at the Oscar nominated, like the other nominations for Best Picture, and literally the only thing I've seen is Everything Everywhere All at Once. So I can't um, answer that question. I also I'm saw. Tr- Top I'm trying. Gun Maverick, I'm desperately trying to find good. the. Um, there we go. Okay. Um, I have seen s- a few of them. I because I saw. Uh, I started watching Banshees of Inisherin and did not finish it because there were several things that I suspected heavily were going to happen, and I decided I did not want to watch them happen. Um, I found it, I found it extremely well made and also very annoying. Um, and I saw, I just recently watched um, the uh, All Quiet on the Western Front, um, which was very good, absolutely beautifully shot um i feel like they made some changes to the book that i oh don't got to the germans win understand why they really <laughs> needed to do that they just went over the top and that's that's in, what you do in, in world war one 
<laughs> and I feel like, though, that the thing that is important and interesting about the book is sort of more the banality of, of death, and, and it didn't need to be turned up to 11. Gotcha. <laughs> I, I, so I looked so at I films. I don't think I anything. I, I mean, and I didn't see any other ones, so I, would, I wouldn't know. No one else saw Top Gun I, except me? It's pretty good. I've heard it's good. Oh, I started watching I, that. <laughs> he got the first chapter. <laughs> oh, he mulched it. He mulched I'm going to finish it. I'm definitely going to finish I, it. But I'm going to watch it at three times speed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the, the, uh, the fight that would be quite something. Yeah, I, I would imagine say, the dog fights are going to be pretty. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I film that I actually liked from last year, which got no nomination whatsoever, was the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, I like, I like that movie too. And, and Pedro Pascal. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to really give that my own yeah. Oscar. I don't think that's I don't think that's best best picture, but um, I did really enjoy I, I, that. I I just can't think of any films that I saw last I year. I had the that same I problem. I, I used to track stuff on Letterboxd, and I just have kind of fallen off there, so I can't remember anything. I've actually watched a decent number of movies this year. Like we kind of got back into it, um, but I could I could not tell you. I really liked Bros, but I don't think it was like the best picture. <laughs> But I really enjoyed it. I mean, it. I really liked the uh, John Hamm uh, Fletch movie, but I also don't think that was the best picture, but it was entertaining. <laughs> well, Anyways, ask and answer. You're welcome. Yeah. 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 If you want to submit questions, prime.reboundcast.com is where you sign up for Rebound Prime. And you get all kinds of other perks, too. Wasn't there more? I thought there was another question in there. Was there not? Nope. That was it. Okay. I mean, the other thing is that if, if you um, watch those. I, I went back because I didn't watch the uh, the awards as they were being handed out, but like going back and see them win the awards that they won. Um, the speeches are are very moving, and I feel like <laughs> I feel like I was rewarded by watching them. You know, like particularly Kwan um, win his award, and then also like hugging Harrison Ford at the end. I mean, who doesn't <laughs> was, want, who doesn't want to hug Harrison Ford first? Yeah, of all? like I mean, that was that was fantastic. I, I, you really wouldn't like. I think it. I would. I would break Harrison Ford because he. I think he. <laughs> I think he'd break you. I don't yeah, know. I, I agree with John on that one. <laughs> oh, I'm Team James I'm again. <laughs> I would also break Ooh. Harrison Ford just for the sport. Of <laughs> <laughs> I I just think he's like probably made of. Uh, brittle material. At this Have point. you not seen the trailer for the next Indiana Jones movie? That man also, can. Yes, also, he crashes like, his he crashes his airplane like every fifteen minutes. He looks to be Look, entirely I, CGI in that trailer. I, I will say, yeah, he is entirely CGI because I know because there's a shot of him in Glasgow and he was never in Glasgow um, because they filmed. If you watch the trailer for both the Flash and then the uh, the indie movie, there's a picture of the same street in Glasgow, which they use for both movies. Uh, James yeah. is confirming that the Flash and Indiana Jones Five are set in the same universe, I believe. Yes, mm. specifically Glasgow. Huge, huge if true. crossover. Mm. I mean, it does sound like there might be time travel in the indie movie. Might so. have wanted a spoiler alert before that. <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> It does seem like Disney is, you know, eventually just going to buy DC, right? <laughs> Actually, I, I did think that Jimmy Kimmel had a funny line during the Oscars when he introduced Pablo by saying, uh, here's a guy who people are probably watching on one of two other channels instead of watching the Academy Awards right now. I thought that was funny. You mean Pedro Pascal? Did or? I say? I, oh, Christ almighty. Yes, Pedro Pascal. When he was introducing him, he's like, here's a guy who you can see right now on two other channels, which is what people are probably watching because it was Sunday night. And that was mm. when the thing was on. It was fun. It was good. I mean, I, I like Pedro Pascal escorting a child substitute as a general thing. But. <laughs> All he ever does. 
Guess. Does that mean Nick Cage was a child substitute? Well, I think we <laughs> asked and answered, Counselor. Sort of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> emotionally. Yeah.